All right, well, welcome for the long night. I'm here with my friend Scott. That's it. OGs, right? It's OGs tonight. The third wheel guy couldn't show up. God damn. Third wheel. We can't ever trust him, I guess. Ugh. This is a consistent program. <laughs> with inconsistent hosts. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> don't... <laughs> Don't smear her name already. <laughs> we pride ourselves on consistency. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you think that's the problem, take it up with HR then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we're about as consistent as the Chiefs. Yeah? Sometimes they show up and sometimes they don't. You know, half a game, some sure. of a game. Yeah. Part of a game. Sure. Or never. Right. So it's... Matt Matt shouldn't feel that left out. <laughs> well, I think he was the most upset of all of us about the game. Yeah. <laughs> he was the one who was like, I'm not watching them. I'm sorry, son of guns. Whatever. You know. Well, Sunday. Like, okay. Yeah, Sunday they showed up. Today Matt didn't. Well, yeah. They showed up. Maybe there's a pattern. They showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's getting booted off the island. Oh, boy. <laughs> If that's true, and they do it again. Well, they should have last week, so. And they didn't. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Two. Okay. So this week they're going to so get. So divided by three. So is he going to show. If he shows up next week. Or if he's there, playing. If you start throwing like pie in here. Like 3.14, <laughs> I'm out. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> if I start using algorithms. Algorithms. You're, and you're done. Yeah. I just kind of triangulation. Okay, so if he shows up next week or is planning on, we need to tell him not to because then they'll play better. Because they only play bad when he plans on coming here. I think we're onto something. I think we are. I think we figured out the formula. Mm-hmm. So there is a formula. There is a hidden meaning. There is. Because I'm going to find so it. So there is a pie in this. In the universe. Mm-hmm. When it aligns. When it aligns. On the third equinox. <laughs> and only the third equinox. Okay, we're already off rails. <laughs> you know, let's, let's, you know what, we might as well keep the tinfoil hats on, because it's not, <laughs> not going to get any better. I'm out of aluminum foil at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> we went through a whole roll already. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, that's, that's a... That's a shame. Well, hopefully there's not a supply shortage of that. Otherwise, oh lord, we're gonna we are in trouble. <laughs> this show is not gonna be able no, to go we, on. <laughs> we will no longer be consistent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this show is gonna mightily fall. Let me tell you. No, no the Chiefs yeah. only showed up half of the game. Well, the offense showed up half of the game. Yeah, I felt like the defense showed up. For like ninety percent of the game, except mm-hmm. that one drive that they scored a touchdown of blown coverage. But it was one of those things where you're like, one play, and it's. But on the other hand, the rest of the time though, the defense did really good. So yeah, it was just that one play where you're like, oh yeah, and if I, you didn't have that one play, it would have been a great game. I'm reasonably certain that if you went through game film for every team. Every week, you're gonna be like, "Wow, they blew that one." Yeah. Even though they won thirty-five to seven. Yeah. That that was awful. <laughs> and that was the Chiefs' one. Yeah. Yeah. For defense. Mm, for, yeah, from defense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Even though the offense still turned the ball over three times, too. Which all happened in the first half. So, the defense was still only allowed 13 points, which I was utterly shocked. Because, don't get me wrong, we've kind of talked about it last week. Washington is not a great team. But I don't think they're a terrible team. Because they have beaten the Giants and... Those, yeah, those bottom teams. So they're not at the bottom, but they're nowhere near the top. But also, every game they've played in, they've scored about 20 points, which we looked up. Mm -hmm. And to hold them to 13 was actually their worst output of the year. Yeah, Yeah. worst offensive output. So I'm okay. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm looking at. You got to start somewhere. Oh yeah, you know yeah. we we could be sitting here going, well they won, but it you know they gave up thirty five points in yeah, doing so, and they're nowhere near and, that, and that does not give you any hope. Yeah, that this is going to be a better product at the end of the year, but this at, at least this gives you something to hang your hat on, you know, until next week when Tennessee we'll comes see. in here and we'll see what Derrick Henry. We'll can, can yeah. yeah, which yeah, that is for another. Which for I another actually podcast, saw. But God Almighty! But I actually saw a stat about Chiefs rushing defense is actually not that bad. I think they are ranked like. I would take that out of the equation when you're going up against Derrick Henry. I would too. I agree with you. I'm saying as a totality though, before this week against Tennessee, the rushing defense so for Kansas City, I think is. Around 15 or 13, somewhere they're real close to 10. Well, so. part That's of your not that bad. part of your problem with that though is, is a lot of bad defenses will show up as a good stat in something, whether yes. it be passing or yeah. or because you can't be and I agree. you can't be god awful at both. <laughs> at the t- typically, the, the Saints proved that otherwise a few <laughs> yeah. years ago. However. <laughs> Usually what will happen is if you're, if you're giving up, if you're the worst rushing defense in mm-hmm. all football, it's really because they don't have to pass against you. Yeah. It, so they're not throwing the ball as much mm-hmm. and, and then vice versa. Yeah. It, it, if you're god awful at, at passing, well, they're just going to keep passing. Yeah. There's no sense really running the ball. Yeah. It was just something where they were showing a stat about how Certain running backs are getting yardage against other teams, and when they play t- Kansas City, they're not getting; they're actually getting below their average. So, it was it was interesting as far as that. And I thought, you know, that's something to hang your hat on. I agree with you; you can't be bad at everything, but I don't know. First, well, last before this week in the first game, it didn't look really yeah. Good. yeah. Outside of two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs defense has looked really bad. Yes, they have. So yeah, for so. the for the first week and this last week, they've looked okay. Uh, yep. So yeah, this is a hard game to gauge. Because like you said, this isn't the world's greatest football team and it certainly isn't the world's worst. Mm-hmm. So you do anticipate winning this game. And you did hold that offense down. Well, it was a shutout in the second half, right? Uh, or did they get... Uh, no, yeah, it was a shutout. Well, it was a second, yeah. half, second half shutout. 
That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, which I think for Washington that was their first second half shutout. I don't. I don't know. I think so. I can't remember. I'd have I to look know. it again. But I thought somebody said that. But maybe once somebody dove in, maybe they kicked a field goal somewhere yeah. or didn't get one. So I, I don't do homework. <laughs> I thought you were the talent before That's this. What you and Matt pride yourself. No, I just make shit up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Well, I imagine for a team that averages around 20 points, though, you if you're getting second-half shutout all the time, that's really hard to get to 20 points or somewhere yeah. around there because that means all your points came in the first half. Mm, it doesn't really That doesn't really happen that often. Off of three turnovers, by the way. I'm meaning not, not that all, not all points came off of turnovers, but there was three turnovers in the first half. Yeah. And Washington scored Scored. 13 points. There were zero turnovers in the second half for the Chiefs. And Washington scored zero points. You know, you bring up an interesting point because I was trying something I wanted to... I never called into the radio. But that's what something I wanted to call into the radio. Isn't it kind of amazing that finally our offense doesn't give up the ball and the defense holds them? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that show you something right there? That oh, maybe, absolutely. Maybe this defense isn't that bad. It's just our offense needs to stop making mistakes mm-hmm. that puts our defense into bad situations. Oh, that, that uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm saying the untold, you know, like the oh, obvious, yeah, obvious, you know, like. But at the same well, time, though, everyone's pointing how bad it was. Like, but the offense isn't doing them any favors though either. Oh, well, and and. It, it, you ask Vince Lombardi, wake him up from his grave, and ask him that same question. Marty Schottenheimer. His retirement. And, well, he's, he's deceased, too. Oh, yeah. Wake yeah, him up, too. Yeah, wake him. Uh, Andy Reid. We're talking about three separate generations of football. That's a good 50 years right there of football, 60 years of football. And they're all going to tell you the same thing. Mm-hmm. Don't turn the fucking ball over. Yeah. And it, it's that easy. And I, I think it's just that easy. And it showed in that game. Yeah. You turned it over three times, and your team was on pace to give up 26 points. But then you'd stop turning it over, and your defense held them to zero and got some turnovers, a turnover at least, I don't know what you want to call that sack because that almost ended poorly, but it was a punt at the yeah. end of the day. <laughs> the sack, not sack. <laughs> that was so weird. You, are you talking about the Frank Clark play? Frank Clark yeah. <laughs> he sacked the guy, but he didn't sack the guy. He almost sacked him twice. <laughs> he almost sacked him twice. Yeah. And Heineke probably should have fell for the sack because it didn't end well for him there right. the second time. So it was like... Oof, you're going to just get hurt now. So, I mean, I, that's why I'm pointing to some of these other games of, like, I'm really blaming the offense because you can't turn the ball over at a extraordinary rate and expect your defense to be good. It's just not how that works. I mean, if we look around the league, most teams that turn the ball over a lot are not good teams overall. Mm-hmm. So why do you think your defense is all of a sudden going to turn into the 85 Bears 
when you're turning the ball over at your own 30-yard line. Yep. That's not how that operates in today. I mean, so, and I think we really saw it on Sunday of... Well, not even that. Not even that. You just turn the ball over anywhere on the field. Yeah. I'm just and saying... it's just it, not going to... It's just not going to be beneficial for your defense. It just seems like the Chiefs offense always found a way to turn it over on our own yard line mm-hmm. both this year, too, though. So, it was like... Really? You turn the ball over there? Okay. Well, in the way I always look at it, and depending on your situation, obviously, but if you can get points off of a turnover, anything, field goal, touchdown, whatever, that's that's free points. Yes, it is. Th- those didn't cost you a thing. Yeah. It, they were free. Mm-hmm. That is hard to overcome in the NFL when you're just giving up free points. And not saying that every single turnover led to two points for the Chiefs this year, but I'd say a, a, a majority of them have. Yeah. And ouch, ouch. And when we we've they've talked about this at nauseum, where it's like, oh, you can't beat the Chiefs with just kicking field goals. Uh, well, you can if they're getting a turnover. <laughs> yes, if they're turning the ball over four and, times a game, you can. And your offense is producing on top of any non-turnover, you, that's going to be a long day for the Chiefs. Well, it's going to be a long day for any team. Well, we've seen them get beat. Yep. Pretty bad, too. Yep. yep. By doing that. So, I think that's one thing I want to point out anymore now is for this defense to be successful, or just somewhat successful, the offense just has to not turn the ball over so much. I mean, I get, you know, I don't remember who it was. I think it was Carrington Harrison on local radio was saying, you know, are, are we finally at the point with the turnovers that you just are who you are? Hmm. Because we keep saying that's something easy to fix, but, man, they sure have not found a way to easily fix that. Um, Some of the reports that I've heard on the radio is – Andy Reid has chosen to just ignore it in the sense of why berate anybody about it. They know what they did wrong. Let's, okay. let's move on from it I, I and, can... and get better. There's, there's no, there's no sense in pointing out the obvious. You know, it's like if you're missing an ear, why would you want 10 people to come up and say, Hey, did you know you're missing an ear? Yeah. Thanks. Jerk. That, thanks. Yeah. yeah. So it's the same way. Like, hey, you know, you fumbled the ball. Yeah, I know. I know. So his way of fixing this is ignoring it. Yeah. Well, I and felt uh, like yeah, and it, maybe it's it, time to tell him they ain't got an ear. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I felt like Sunday he finally kind of did something about it because I saw him pull out Tyree Kill for a couple of. Uh, drives, and so that was finally a point where I was like, okay, now he's going to start handing out punishments. This is when it's going to turn. You guys had five weeks to cl- clean this up, and you have it. Now it's my turn mm-hmm. to put in my discipline for this. I gave you guys your chance to discipline yourselves, and you failed. So now it's my turn. 
Yeah. And he took, I saw him take Tyreek out of a couple drives. Now, my problem is it's hard to keep Tyreek out of drives, so you can't punish him too much because it's one of the best players. Right. So you can only do it very sparingly, but maybe it will send a little bit of a message to a few guys, though. And I saw him pull out McColl, which is not surprising at all, but Mm -hmm. because he's done that before. But it's finally, maybe it finally sent a message that, and yeah. it's going to be hard to pull out Mahomes. I mean, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that will not happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's not, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he'll he have to throw another 15 of those dumbass interceptions that he had last week before you're like, uh, it might be time to do something here. It's time to bench you for yeah. a minute, you know, a week or so. But so. even at that point, I'm not sure you'll bench him, but. It'd be tough, but yeah. at that point you're like, because that was Ew. boneheaded. That was just awful. Yeah, and and that and that that's what's been the some of the most disappointing parts about the turnovers that we've seen this year. There's been a lot of them that have been avoidable. Mm-hmm. Again, like you were saying with with Hill, uh, if it hits your hand, you catch the ball. Yeah, that's kind of a rule in the NFL. Mm-hmm. How, how many of them just went right through his hands and or he's bounced off of him and yeah said two boom now. it's an interception uh, it's not Mahomes' fault then you want to talk and blame Mahomes on some stuff yeah he's had several idiotic just terrible interceptions this year mm-hmm. where you're like wh- who where was that going yeah so yeah. It, there's blame to go around. You know, running backs fumbling the ball. Guy hasn't fumbled the ball ever in his entire NFL history, and he fumbles two weeks in a row. Yeah. Clyde's Edward Hilaire. Yeah. Yeah. They claim that it's, you know, can be a, a continuation. I mean, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Contagious. Sorry. Contagious. Turnovers can be contagious, and right now we got we got a bad cold. <laughs> yeah, there's no breaking it because we yeah. still haven't had a game where we haven't turned it over. Yeah. So yeah, well, I would like to see one. Well, and I I I said this maybe two podcasts ago. I don't know. If we have five turnovers for the rest of the year, are we a playoff team? Uh, yeah. I think we're a playoff team no matter what still. But if we have five turnovers the rest of the year, yes, by far. We're a playoff team. And I think Sunday was a good way of proving that, though. To a lot of fans. I, that I hope so. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Washington football team is not the best team. Mm-hmm. But when we didn't turn over the ball, we didn't give up any points. Now, whether correlation is causation, we'll see. But... Uh, that's mm-hmm. a pretty big one right there. It, it, it's it's pretty telling. <laughs> that when you don't turn over the ball a lot, it's kind of amazing what your defense can do. And sure. I, and I think that's what we're starting to see a little bit. And, and we, you know, I actually, I will honestly say we saw it in two games already this year. The Philadelphia game. Yes, okay. we still gave up a lot of points. But when our offense wasn't putting the defense in bad situations and turning not turning over the ball... We saw the defense get quite a few punts and stuff. 
and stops. But then when the offense went back out there, it was kind of this willy-nilly football thing, and then they turn it over. Well, so, then, with that being said, because we we you've just pointed out two teams that are probably not playoff teams. Yeah, in Philadelphia not. and Washington. Yeah, uh, something could change, and they mm. might be, but. For now, for the way things are looking right now, no. Yeah, probably not. Um, are we going to be able to pull something like that off against San Diego? Or, God, Los Angeles, the Raiders. The, God damn it, the Chargers. <laughs> These Which guys team? are fucking me up a Which bit. team do you want to say? <laughs> the Raiders. The Chargers. <laughs> Um, well, okay. The the Ravens, the, the well, Bills. The Ravens, we were a turnover away from beating them. You, we were. And I would even say we were probably two turnovers away from sealing the game. Sure. Because if Agreed. we don't turn it over another, if we don't turn it over at the end, and we don't turn it over another time, I bet that final drive, we go away sealing it and winning by maybe 10 or so. I, I agree. So... We can do it against the Ravens, without a doubt, I think. Is that um, a different Ravens team right now, though? No, because I, I, I think we saw them at the start of what they got going on now. Okay. I think what they did to us now is no different than what they're doing now. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Sure. I'm saying when we played them, it was it's the same formula as what they're playing now. But the Chargers... I think they got exposed by Baltimore. And I think we can use that game to show some of that. Um, the Raiders. I really don't know what to think of them anymore. Um, Denver is starting to pan out to be not a good team. So, I'm not worried about them. Well, I was focusing on the, the teams that were... In contention we're, with us, yeah. We're thinking about playoff teams. Yes. Yeah. Raiders, well, Chargers. Denver uh, was up until... <laughs> no, we knew that. No. I don't care if they were 3-0. and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, some people thought... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, hey, what I pointed this out in a podcast. I can go to a lot of, of tweets on the internet and show would you. you what would you follow. rather be a three and Broncos fan right now? This was three mm, weeks ago. Three, yeah, three and Broncos fan or a what were we one and two or two and one Chiefs fan? We were one and two. One and two. Would you rather be a one and two Chiefs fan or a three and Broncos fan? Knowing what you know. Yeah. I think I will take the uh, one or two Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Even then. Yes. Because the Broncos, they got... Um, well, they played the three worst fucking teams in all of football. Well, that's what I was going to say. They played the three worst teams in football. So yeah. When you play the worst three teams... It, so they just proved sense. that they're about on the same wavelength as the Washington football team. Yeah. So in looking at the Chargers game, um, we had four turnovers in that game too, and we lost by six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were a turnover away from potentially winning, 
or tying at least, to go into overtime. Two turnovers away from winning. Three turnovers away from probably winning the game outright. We give up one or two turnovers in that game, we win that game. Yes. So that's, that's I think my problem with the Chiefs right now is all our losses, you can point to that you guys don't turn the ball over. We win pretty easily. Which is ironic, <laughs> though. Because we, we've been talking about this for several weeks now on this podcast. I, I don't know. We, we bashed the, the defense, but boy, when are you going to start bashing on the offense a little bit? I think it's time. I think. Uh, yeah. And I think this past weekend, I think we showed them that it, it's time. It's time to start bashing. The offense a little bit of because right, it is you it guys is, you guys are supposed to be the best and you guys are not showing it is completely unfair to bash a bad defense when your offense has given up three four turnovers a game and then calling them the worst defense mm-hmm. like well that's not fair <laughs> it's not a fair assessment no and I think and that's why Sunday we saw why it's not a fair assessment. yeah yeah. It is not a fair assessment. To it would say, just be really, really nice to see one goddamn game this year without a single turnover. And, and that's what I like about what Fesco said over the weekend. It, it, was, it was, he goes, it was very apparent that the defense, and when they played in Washington, they showed up to play sixty minutes, and they played all sixty minutes. You hold the team to thirteen points. I don't really care who you. You hold the team to thirteen points. Any team in the NFL will any beat team in you. the NFL. Will beat you. That is a pretty easy win for most teams. Mm-hmm. If you can hold the team to 13 points. Yep. Um, so the defense showed up to play all 60 minutes. That offense only played one half. Yep. They only showed up to play 30 minutes. Because that first 30 minutes of that game. Atrocious. And I think it showed in that game that we need to start being tougher on the offense. I text And you, stop making fun of the defense. I text you guys during that game. It was like I know I can I can tell you how bad the Chiefs game is at this point. This was still in the first mm-hmm. half because half of my neighbors are mowing their yard right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was that bad. That yes. was bad. That was bad to watch. Yes. So, I think that's why we need to start. I think you're right. We need to start being tougher on the offense. This, this. Team of being a turnover machine and having inconsistency and not showing up to play has got to stop. One other thing that I think we should probably make note of. And special teams do. Yeah. Um, Thornhill getting more playing time. Mm-hmm. That didn't seem to be a very negative thing. Mm-mm. No, I think he's going to start playing a lot more. I think, like what I talked to you about a couple, what was it, earlier this week, I guess, when we talked about it? Off air? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, I think it was just a couple of days ago. About, um, it seems like he was probably in the doghouse, or he needed more time to heal, or they didn't quite trust him and his health, or, I don't know. There seems to be more than what we're seeing. As far as why he hasn't been playing. Yeah. I I don't know why. 
But, I mean, they obviously didn't have a problem with playing him the entire game. So, all of a there, sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden. So, there is something. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is. But I'm I'm going to lean towards maybe a health issue. Or... And that and I would say this much, too. If he's in the doghouse, so to speak, that really doesn't seem to be Andy Reid's M.O. No, it's not. But to be in the doghouse but and, what not, and not play then. But he can I'm, still be in Andy Reid's doghouse. Still, still play. Yeah. And and I don't... And that's why it's tough. Uh, is he in the doghouse, though? Because he doesn't... He hasn't taken care of himself when he probably should have been playing. Like, you're supposed to be further along with your injury and playing, and you're not. So you're not going to play as much because you didn't take care of yourself. Could be. Or is it... We, we don't think you're to the level of where we want you to be yet as far as health, you know, with his injury. Because I'm pretty sure he didn't get in trouble for a bunch of yo mama jokes. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> I, I, I kind of lean towards no on that. Yeah. I Yeah. There seems to be there was something because all of a sudden you just play the guy the entire time. Does not. So maybe at the end of the season we'll figure it out, but probably probably not. I mean, something like that. They they play pretty close to the chest. That's the other part about Andy Reid too that can be yeah. frustrating is we may never know. Probably unless not. Thornhill comes out and says, "Yeah, the reason I didn't play was because of X, Y, and Z." I I still had this I lingering don't injury. Don't think and we'll ever I know. Back. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah. See, and what was interesting, though, too, is that this was kind of a theme, though, because in training camp, he was on the third string, playing with the threes, and then he was playing with the twos. He was never playing on the first team a lot. And then he started playing on the first team, but then he started playing with the second team. So it seems like there was something there and a reason why. Because I don't know why a guy like that would have not started on the first team and just played all of the first team. So yeah. there must the, have been the, something. The conspiracy theories have been running rampant, yeah. too, is where yeah. he still didn't even know what he was doing, to he's hurt, to he's said something that got somebody riled up, or uh, I even heard as much as he's not one of... Um, um, What's his fuck? Defense coordinator. Spags. Spagnola's favorite people, but Sorensen is. And so he was getting... Sorensen was... I like that guy. I don't like Thornhill. So Sorensen goes in. It's been all of that. Yeah. See, I don't really see that. Because Thornhill was on the defense before and played over Sorensen. Mm-hmm. So I don't... I'm not buying into that. Because that wasn't an issue before. I'm telling you how many conspiracy I, theories. Oh, no, I've you're heard you're at this right. Point. You're <laughs> you're totally right. They they're rampant. But I'm just saying I'm trying to poke holes in some of them. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's got to be something injury or he didn't take care of himself or he didn't do something that he was supposed to or maybe there's kind of a new defense and he chose not to learn it and now it. Coach is like, well, you're not going to play because you chose not to learn this. I I don't know. It, yeah. it seems like there's something though, because when we got we he was healthy, 
He played all the time. And now all of a sudden he didn't. So I'm not buying into, well, Spags doesn't like him. No. Because <laughs> Sorensen's been here for a while. He, he He's played over Sorensen before. So I doubt all of a sudden Spags is like, ah, no. I'm not going to play him. Because he would have done that a long time ago, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's back in the starting lineup, it looks like, for now, anyway. And the defense played better. If you just want to, if you just want to start a new conspiracy theory <laughs> yeah. on that, that that's all it took was that one guy, then which, knock yourself out. Which I think Sorensen is still important to this defense, just not playing all the time. He needs to play like 20%. Who? Sorensen. Sorensen, okay. Yeah. I thought you said Thornhill. No, 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 Sorensen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Okay. Sorensen yeah. is, is I think Sorensen is still important to the defense, just not playing all the time. I related, he needs to play 20 I related him to, do my baseball again, Wade Davis. You want Wade Davis out there, but you don't want him out there for nine innings. Yeah. That... That is Sorensen. Yeah. He is great in certain situations in sports. That's that's his that's his MO. He is that player. He's that role player. And there's nothing wrong with that guy. But he can't play eighty to ninety-five percent of the game though. Mm-hmm. He needs to play like twenty to thirty-five percent of the game. Right. Or the snaps, whatever. He needs to play like twenty snaps, fifteen. Not 55 <laughs> or 60. Yeah. So, uh, you got to limit. I mean, you could sneak me out onto the field for one play. You might be able to get away with it. Yeah. Put me out there for the whole game, and I'll, <laughs> oh, it is going to be disastrous. Yeah. It's not going to be well. No. <laughs> yeah. So, I think. Hopefully, going forward, we found kind of a formula to work all this in. So, we'll see. I mean, they still had one of the most impressive interceptions <laughs> to Sharp Morton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turks. Oh, yeah. That, that thing still looks like it, it defied gravity. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's almost an optical illusion there for a minute, for a minute there. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. It, it didn't look like it was touching him at all <laughs> at one point. Yeah. But then he did, had the ball. I, I don't know. And it was a clean interception. And I he, saw it in slow motion and all that shit, and it still looked, just looked weird. <laughs> it looked like a special effect gone wrong. <laughs> gone wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's not much to... Is just that was weird. That was yeah. just a weird play. That was cool. We'll take it. Oh yeah, it was cool. We'll take it. Anytime a defensive lineman can get oh, a yeah. reception, you, you guy who's got to root for the big guy. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, it was. What I like about that play the most is I felt like our defensive linemen have been having a really hard time getting pressure mm-hmm. or getting blocks, knockdowns. At the, it, it seems like our team gets. The Chiefs' offense is constantly victim of having passes knocked down and sacks, while our defense 
he's constantly not able to get any of those. He's doing the exact opposite. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those things where it was just frustrating. Like, come on, somebody just. And that's why I liked about that game too. They were able to get pressure on him, sack. Well, sack him. It, ish. Ish. I don't know if it went down as a sack at the end. I don't. It think, don't I think, think it did. did. No. I think because he, he got, got the off. ball away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably should have took the sack, but. Um, and they got an interception. Some not passes knocked down. So it was like, okay, finally, here we go, because that's one one interesting. And I thought it was nice to see where he timed that really well, because who did Ter- what? Tershawn Morton on that interception. Oh, okay. Even if he didn't catch it, that pass had no opportunity of getting there. Yeah, that almost looked like a Mahomes interception. Where you're like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to want to explain that one to me? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I liked about it. I thought he jumped timely, jumped at the right time, got in the right position to knock down that pass, because that thing had no opportunity. Even if he didn't catch it, it was going to be knocked down. Even if he didn't get into that position, so thought that's what was good to see about that is because it felt like weeks prior our defense was. Always out of position, never able to get enough pressure, jump at the right time, and well, and, things and like that. I don't know if we'll talk about the NFL or not, but uh, probably Sunday yeah. night football. Did you watch that game? Yeah, most. Of uh, was it JJ Watt? How many how many batted passes did that guy have in that game? It, it felt like about fifteen. It, it wasn't that many, but good Lord, he, he swatted the ball down I don't know how many times. And it wasn't that they were getting that great a pressure on, but... Sunday night. Wasn't it Sunday night, or was it the, was it the Sunday afternoon game? It was the Sunday night game. Seattle-Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. You mean T.J. Watt? Who did I say? JJ TJ Watt, yes. Okay. Yeah, he. Hey, I, I bet he knocked down half a dozen balls on uh, Geno Smith. Okay. It, it was it was incredible, and it wasn't that they were necessarily brutalizing him. He just was. He's just in his face all the time, at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that the Chiefs have not even haven't been able to do. So what I'm saying is. It doesn't necessarily take a lot of pressure, but just getting your hands up at the right time and, and all that, it can make a huge difference, and we really haven't even seen as much as that. So there's things that this defense can still improve on, mm-hmm. and we hope we can see it as, as time goes. Uh, but like I said, you had to start somewhere, and this was a good start. Yeah. Now, with that being said, are you done talking about Washington? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Tennessee's next. Yeah. <laughs> now let's go back to Washington. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> Tennessee looked pretty freaking good against uh, Buffalo. They did. And, wow. I won't even say Tennessee looked that good, but boy, Derrick Henry did. Yeah, oh yeah. Because I still, uh, I still I thought, thought Tannehill had, he just had, he had a nice game. Yeah. It was nice. It was, it was, it was probably a predictable 
Tannehill game. There was nothing. He didn't wrong. do anything to fuck things up, but he didn't have anything spectacular happen to him either. But went eighteen for twenty nine, two sixteen, had an interception. That's it. Um, and then he, no, he. I was saying he had a one rushing touchdown or two rushing touchdowns. One rushing touchdown. Just he one, had a okay. rushing touchdown. Yeah. So no passing. No Just passing. one rushing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean that, that's a, a, that's a respectable day. It was okay. If you got him as a fantasy player, that sucked. It sucked. Yeah. But. But from an NFL standpoint, yeah, from it's fine. a wins and losses standpoint, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, and definitely for that Tennessee team, that is all you need from that guy. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, if he does that every week, they will win a lot of games. Yeah, well, oh, they do lot. win a lot of games. Yeah, well, they're four and two now. Mm-hmm. And people, to... people are ready to tune them out. After losing to the Jets, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-oh, this, this team, they might actually suck. And, um, no, they don't. No, they're not that bad, actually. They're they're not that great, but they're just okay. Yeah. It's... So what uh, what uh, predictions do you have for that? Oh, I don't even know where to start. Hmm. This is this game is gonna be. I would like you to say it's gonna be the toughest game for the Chiefs, but I don't. Don't know. And you know, history isn't on our side either. No, not against not, Tennessee. Not not completely. So um, we continue to beat them in the playoffs. Now now. Mm hmm. The, the regular season, regular season has been up and down. It, it, yeah. <laughs> there's been there's been those games where it's like, oh, we got this. Yeah. And we lose. Yeah. Nobody's saying we got this. This oh yeah, we, yeah. we're we're winning this weekend. That skip this weekend. Let's go to next week. No, no. So I I don't know how to. I'm a little shocked. The Chiefs are favored by five and a half. That's pretty high, actually. For yeah, for I would probably take Tennessee. <laughs> I with the points. Yeah, because if I think if we beat them, it's gonna be by like three. It's gonna be a lot like that Buffalo game. I want to say that if we could keep Henry down, that we win reasonably easily. Well, but we have one of the worst pass defenses in football, too. So, But traditionally, we have. When he's played the Chiefs, he hasn't done that well, actually. Yeah. He hasn't fared very well against Spag's defense. Because even in the games they beat us, he never had a really good game. It was Tannehill that beat us. Well, it was a late field goal and penalty that we got beat. But I'm not going to talk about that. It's another short subject. <laughs> but well, traditionally, was that even Hill at the time? Was it? Uh... No, it's Tannehill. Well, in that playoff game, that was Mariota. Yeah, but, Mariota. Yeah, yeah. That was bad luck and terrible second half offense. Because mm-hmm. that was when Alex Smith was here. Yes. Um, I wasn't even talking about. I was talking about the regular season when we won the Super Bowl, and they, oh yeah, we got it? those like three penalties. At the end of the game, that was just and, sloppy. And then a field goal 
this and it was like, oh my Just gosh. a sloppy, sloppy play. Game. Yeah, yeah. But Henry didn't really. I mean, I think he had like 120 yards and a TD maybe. But for Henry, hell, that's a, that's that's a pedestrian of a day because he has a really he more often than not goes above and beyond. Um, kind of like I'm gonna bring up some previous weeks and we'll kind of look at that because I do think that's something to bring into when you talk about Henry as some of his previous weeks. He had 143 yards and two TDs against Buffalo. That's really good. Um, He's had one bad week this year. One bad week? Yep. Um, I think it was week one. When they played Jacksonville... He had 130 yards and three TDs. When they played, let's see, when they lost to the Jets, he had 157 yards and one TD. So, uh, I'm still not calling that a bad day. No, that's a good game. That's a good game. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that's a bad game. That's a good game. But when he's played the Chiefs, I think. Well, the playoff game, I think he only had like 80 yards rushing and no TDs. I got to be honest with you. I just, I really don't remember. I think it was like 80 or 90 yards and no TDs, which for Henry, that's, it's actually not for a Henry good, that's not, not a good a game. Great day, no. <laughs> no, that's not a great day. And so, and for Tennessee, that's their formula to success is you get him to get above 100 yards and a touchdown or two, and you can probably win the game. Well, the Chiefs have held him in check twice of not doing that. So, that's kind of the formula. Mm-hmm. So, and the Jets proved that even if you hold them to a good game, they're still a beatable team. Yeah. 147 and a touchdown. And, and still, you're able to Win that game. Because they won 27-24, which that was a great game, though. (laughs) We watched that game together. That was a great game. That ending was great. Yeah. So, I don't... And I I would like to just go ahead and add as my own personal thing. You keep talking about... You believe Travis Kelsey is probably the greatest tight end to play the game of football. Yes. I'm still not a thousand percent on board with you on that, but I'm get, I am getting there. You're I can feel I, you're pretty close. I'm though. getting there. <laughs> Another I, season or two, and you're probably on board. <laughs> I, I'm I'm about a season or two away from calling <laughs> Derrick Henry the greatest running back I've ever seen. I am too. I'm getting pretty close. I like, keep thinking. Really close. I keep thinking this is going to be the year. He just tanks. Yeah. It, the gas. He's he's running on empty, and and he is not. It you know they were talking about during the broadcast of how they kind of had an up and down season, which I somewhat agree. But also, name me a team that really hasn't had an up and down season so far, except Arizona. Uh, Arizona. <laughs> except them, and and Arizona is the one team that nobody's willing to jump on their bandwagon yet and go, oh, this is a, this really is a great team. 
Nobody's nobody's there yet. Yeah, with and them. I don't know why. I don't either. We'll talk about that in the next. Yeah, I mean, segment. Tampa Bay's had their ups and downs. Yeah, uh, the Rams have had their ups and downs. Buffalo has now. Buffalo, Dallas, uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas City. Kansas City, Kansas City in there. Yeah, I'm trying to go through Chargers, uh, Green Bay, Green Bay. They're looking. They're not. So many ups and downs, but they don't. Yeah, they don't look like the worst team that's ever played the game of football. Yeah, but they've they've, they've had a couple of wins where you're like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Cincinnati game? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 49ers? Really? Well, even that Lions game a little bit, too, when the first half the you're first like. First half. The first half you're like, really? This yeah. is the best you guys can do against yeah. the freaking Lions? So... That's one thing I would like to – they were kind of pointing that out on the broadcast, and I was like, well, name me a team that hasn't besides Arizona of when their play and the season has been kind of in question of yeah. what the team I is. Find, I find it to be ironic, too, that the best team in football is the team that nobody's really talking about. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I don't want to hear that because I still think Tennessee's a good team. Oh, yeah. And that defense actually kind of proved that they – they can get the job done when need be. It's not. It, it's, it's kind it's of not, like the Chiefs it's defense, not, actually. It's, not, it's it's a little past bend and don't break. Yeah, because they do break. <laughs> but they 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 hold their own well enough. Yeah. To I think they're better than they were last year. They're not a defense. They're not a defense that. We'll go out there and say, just put up 24 points and we'll do the rest. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to win a that, lot of games no. that way. But, you know, they can, they can but, win a few games like that. Well, last year they were real bad. This year they're not quite as bad. Mm-hmm. They're, they're getting better. It's, it's an improvement from last year. And this year we didn't know if they would be. And, and that's kind of what I'm trying to point out as we look forward to. This game is that defense. You you kind of have to kind of show up and play them because they got some good players. Sure, and then they'll play toe to toe with you. And kind of like you said, they'll hold their own. So if you're passive, they will they will hold their own against you mm-hmm. if you're not taking them seriously. So, which I I don't I think the Chiefs are taking them seriously. So, um, sure. because they just watched them beat Buffalo. So I don't think they're. Taking them lightly at all? <laughs> Absolutely not. So, no, and I'm not and, really and, worried and I, about that. I mean, just just to be honest with you. The, the name Derrick Henry should scare shit out of you. Yeah. I don't care what you think of Tannehill or any other. Yeah. Uh, with AJ Brown, yeah. wide receiver. I, I mean, they're 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 fine players. Yeah. But I'm scared shitless. <laughs> of Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I. I don't know. It's uh. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah. So. Got but well, well, what's your prediction? Well, we'll do prediction now, Chiefs. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. Um. I. I'll go. Um. I, well, I'll get I'll give a score, but I'll say if if the Chiefs can go ahead and score thirty, they win. Mm. Okay. 
I think they'll score more so than 30. 30 is the magic but number. I, but I think 30 is going to be the magic number. I, I don't know if that offense, even with Derrick Henry, can can yeah, score don't, more than don't know score. You know, get into the 30s. I guess it just really. I've scored I, 33 times this year. That's half. Half their games. Then what? And then the other half. What did they do? 24, 25, 13. Okay. So you score 30, and they you get on their low end. You, you kind of kick shit at them. A little you bit. got a chance. Yeah. So 30 is going to be the magic number for the Chiefs. I think they go over that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I go, I go 35, 24. Okay. Um, I'm thinking 31-27 Chiefs. Okay. So you're in there. You're in the ballpark too. There with the the 30. I think the Chiefs win, but not by much. That's why I would take Tennessee at five and a half. And I and I'll and I'll say this much: if the Chiefs don't score 30, I think they do lose. Okay. I would agree with you. If the Chiefs don't score 30, they probably lose. I agree with. At least, I mean, I still think the Chiefs can lose because I think they're going to win. But I think they can lose pretty easily. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you don't score 30 points. It is a loss. Um, and I think that's why probably 31, 34 is a good number. Um, but, yeah, you got to kind of – we got to not turn over the ball too because yeah. this team will make you fucking pay for that. Holy <laughs> They, I, that is one thing from Tennessee I've seen in some of their other games. That, whew, you turn the ball over, they will. Yeah, make and, it hurt. and and this is this is a team anyway. Just just on their own face value, is going to be a tough game. Mm-hmm. With or without turnovers, I mean, you start turning the ball over, you're just making this thing that much more difficult for you. Mm-hmm. So. I, you know, I think we, we we win reasonably well, but that's saying we don't have any turnovers. Yeah. Or one. We can probably survive one. We can. I, I just would like to see a zero. I would too. Up there. That would make... If you, I think that would make people relax a lot more. I think if you look around the league, especially Unless like... Unless it's some stupid halftime Hail Mary, then... Well, no, okay, I, give me, give we'll me. Try to <laughs> eliminate those as much as possible. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, I was trying to look at. So we kind of know that Arizona right now is the best team. Turnovers against Cleveland zero. Mm-hmm. They killed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they played the Rams, I'm going with teams they beat. Mm-hmm. Teams, not well, they beat every team, so yeah. But I mean, I'm only looking at the good ones, not the uh, Rams. Zero, they beat them 37 to 20. I'm trying to take out like the Jaguars and stuff like that, where they probably had like five turnovers, yeah, but <laughs> yeah still one. <laughs> well, against the Jaguars, that'd be pretty easy, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, they killed. Tennessee, the first week, they had one turnover. Now, Tennessee had three turnovers. So, mm. that's kind of what I'm pointing to is 
If you look at the good teams, and good teams are winning. They have zeros and ones. That's what we need to get to, is zeros and ones. You can survive one turnover. Four and three is not... I mean, look at Tennessee. They had three turnovers, and they got shellacked. Yeah. That tells you everything right there of what happens when you turn the ball over multiple times. Yep. So that's what we need to strive, start striving towards. And we've been really lucky that this team has turned the ball over and been able to be in game still. Yep. I still don't know how we lost to the Chargers by six points and had four turnovers. <laughs> I don't either. Because that's not how that's supposed to work. No. And I don't know whether that's good defense well, after or that, inconsistent offense. Well, after, after, at that at that time, after that game, somebody had thrown some stats up on the radio. I don't remember what they were, but it was it was outrageous. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, since 1990, teams that had turned the ball over four times and then never got a turnover for themselves, it was like, you know, like five wins. Yeah. Out of like 300 and some odd games. Yeah. That that happened in. So, yeah. You, you can't. You're, you're. And actually, now after looking at Arizona and the Tennessee week one, the member three, it's a miracle that we only lost, that the defense only gave up 30 points to the Chargers. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. That actually might have been the greatest performance <laughs> because other defenses. Have not been doing that. <laughs> no, not successful. Yeah, they've been giving up 38 and 40 points. So, the miracle they only gave up 30. So, yeah, I mean, I know, I know it has been, whew, it has been bad around here on the radio. Mm-hmm. Talking about the Chiefs. Oh, they're done. They're Screwed it. Fire Randy Reed. Fire Spagnolis. Fire Mahomes. Fire blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Stop the turnovers. Stop the turnovers. A lot of problems go away. They do. I think you'll be surprised at just how, how much better of a team this will be. Yeah. It'll be an overnight change. Pretty much. And part of it comes on the Otis of the defense, too. You need to create turnovers, which we saw against Washington also. You get a few turnovers, it makes it a lot easier on your defense. But part of it, though, too, is when the offense is turning it over at a record pace, though, it is really tough for a defense to create a turnover also. Too. Yes, it is. So when you're out there so much, too. Yep. So you gotta you gotta you know Bob Fesco around here says you gotta play some complimentary football, mm-hmm. and I think we saw what that looks like. Yep, and and, and I hope they, I hope they get at, get that through their head. You don't have to score on every single possession, mm-hmm. and what the the Chiefs have really really felt. Which, by the way, I want to go back to the Washington game too in a, in a second. But I, to finish this point, they have felt like, oh, this defense is so bad. We have got to score on every drive, every yeah. possession, and that's not the case. I think we saw a small sample of the offense started pressing because they felt that way. But I'm thinking maybe the defense just had a bad game or two or a rough patch 
And then all of a sudden that got snow out. spiraled out of control. And it has now spiraled out of control. Yeah. Which, by the way, what I wanted to go back to on the Washington game is, what did you think of Mahomes' performance in terms of the short game? Um, I did not get to watch all of the game, but I thought it was okay. I feel like he is struggling right now with it. In the, in the sense of, I feel like he's almost forcing himself to try to look for that short game. Okay. And it's not fitting well with him. It's, okay. it's awkward. Is he pressing the short game, you think, I because feel he's like, forced I to? I feel like he is. And he doesn't like that, maybe? I... It's it's again it's it's I would, it's very it's I would agree with you. I on think that. it's it's very natural for him to look downfield. Yeah. Just like what we always talked about with Alex Smith, it's very natural for him to just look for the short game. Yeah. It was not natural for him to look thirty yards deep to see Tyreek Hill going. Holy shit! I am wide open. <laughs> it just wasn't natural for him. Yeah. And I think Patrick Mahomes is in the same boat, but in the opposite. He's so used to seeing Tyreek Hill going, I am wide open, that he doesn't give a shit that his running back, fill in the name, whoever Mm -hmm. it is, is standing there going, come on, right here, come on. Yeah. It's, and I don't, (sighs) It's it's difficult because I don't want to take that out of him. If if I'm a coach, to look downfield, but I sure want him to make sure he's catching all every single option available. Now I will pose something to you, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a two part question. Why has this never come up before? Um, hasn't been a problem. Okay, fair enough. Do you think, because now it is a problem, that we're seeing a mounting snowball effect because guys are dropping two under coverage all the time mm-hmm. to take the top off, Yes. to take away the long yes. game, but also do you think having all new linemen is affecting it a little bit too? I'm, I'm sure there is, if you want to go deep, you know, into a deep, deep dig on this, yeah, I'm sure that there... There has something to do with that too, because um, I wonder if the all new linemen of they all play different now compared to what he was used to before. Yeah, that he is still trying to adjust because throwing a short game pass is a lot different with having line different linemen on your edges because it may not look the same. As in that guy may be further down than when he was before. You're used to Eric Fisher that was four yards deep and you could drop back and then throw compared to maybe Brown or whoever else is out there is Niang and Rimmers, mm-hmm. who is maybe six, seven yards deep. And now you're having a hard time finding that guy because you're not used to where that lineman is. I can go with that as a, a plausible explanation. Because the only reason I bring that up is because I did see that on one play. Where he went to look short, and the lineman was like in his face right there. And he had to step forward to throw. And he's like, ooh, that might be the reason why. Is He is just not used to yet of these linemen. And it's just going to take 
I don't know how long, but I would imagine probably five, Longer six than games. what we got right now. Well, <laughs> we do know that four games is never enough for... Because yeah. if you look around the league and guys get all new linemen, it, it, it look at what Tom Brady had to go through last year in Tampa. It, it took sure it did. took quite a while. It did before he started getting into his stride. So and then there let's were, not like let's yeah. not act like every quarterback. Oh, it's it takes three games. No, because we can look at recent history and show that. No, it, it can take quite a while. Mm-hmm. Tom, It took Tom Brady a good 10 weeks before they really got it together. And I get your logic, and, I, and I'd say that there is probably something to that. Okay. However, just watching him from past years, that's never been his strong suit ever. Because mm-hmm. it hasn't really needed to be. I don't even know if you could call that a strong suit or a weak, weak mm-hmm. spot. Because it was just never an issue. Yeah. That's what is, that's what's really confusing me right now about this. He's, he's a downfield thrower. Uh Uh-huh. He is not a short game. Type of guy. He, He doesn't want to play chess. He wants to play checkers where you just crown me, you know? And, and 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 I applaud him for that, but it looks like this year it has been a hindrance. I think it's an easy fix, but I don't know. See, and I, because he is, he seems so laser focused on his receivers and his wide receivers and his tight end that the running backs are just kind of. Mm-hmm. fodder that yeah oh yeah you know what there you know and that is like last 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 ditch I mm-hmm. feel like so I don't know it'll, it'll be curious to see how this how the season progresses I felt like he was trying to force a few things in Sunday's game in the short game and it it looked like it was uncomfortable for him okay. that's my personal opinion on it Okay. Um, I thought it was okay. I don't know. But I didn't really see all of the games, so I couldn't tell you. And it didn't help that the first half was just shit. It was shit. So I don't think that really helped either. No, it didn't. No, it did not. As far as getting a good grasp on it. Yeah. Because well, every, everyone played like shit. <laughs> well, and then one of the other things that I'll say, and that, that why I don't think he's naturally suited for the short game, is I personally thought one of the reasons why we got Clyde Edwards Hilaire was to get a receiving type of running back that could do both run and catch. He, he doesn't really catch the ball much. I mean, he's hurt now, so that. Water under the bridge, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Never really, it's never really been one of the strong suits for the for the Chiefs this year or last year, and this year is that the running back catching the ball. Looking here at the Chargers game, it looks like they threw to the running backs five times. 
actually probably quite a bit for what last week they threw it to him five times actually it was six times last week yeah against Washington well and and that's what I was saying though I felt like he was trying to force a few things there and it didn't it didn't look comfortable for him okay so yeah I'm not surprised that they threw the ball that many times at the running back which one five in the Washington game you said it was six times yeah yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Okay, what about the Chargers game? I am surprised by that. Okay. Um, let's see here. It looks like... How many yards? Not many. Ten. Ten or so. In each game. I would like to know what the scenario was on those. Mm-hmm. Was he about to get tackled? Was he about to get sacked? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, no. okay, I give up. I see a red jersey over to my left. I'll throw it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Required. Against Philly, it was five also. Yeah. I would be curious to see if those were pressures. And like... I'm this, just looking this, at this, this is now my last ditch. I have to do something. Yeah. I was looking at the uh, targets, mm-hmm. but the catches were they almost caught every pass. So, so if it were there was only like the max was like two drops. Six targets, five catches. Yeah. At worst best. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. Six and four, five and three, five and four. <laughs> so I mean it, I don't know, but take take I, a look. Uh, you got? Some, can you do that for some other stats? Uh, can you do that for like, let's just say Buffalo. In in um, okay. Monday's Monday's game, because I felt like I felt like the running backs were kind of involved in that game, as far as in the passing game, and not something that is their strong suit either. To be honest with you. Um. So for Buffalo, I don't know how many wide running backs, all of their running backs. Well, you got Moss and Singletary. Those are two. What's McKenzie? Oh, he's a wide receiver. Um, Nine times. For the both of them or for just one guy? Total. I'm doing totals. Okay, all right. Uh, Two drops, so seven times. Seven, nine targets, seven catches. Okay. So not and I, actually, and you said that felt like a lot. Uh, it it felt unusual. Okay. Yeah. So if that felt unusual, then maybe the usual six. Uh, well, I just don't. I, f- I feel like Allen is a bit of Patrick Mahomes in the sense that he likes looking downfield too. That's okay. that's why I brought the Bills up specifically is because I don't think they utilize the the short game all that much. Mm-hmm. And when I say short game, I am talking about the running back specifically and not because the tight end can probably be considered the short game too. Mm-hmm. But you're still five to ten yards downfield where the running back is one yard. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm looking at the Rams. Henderson had three targets. And say, yeah, there's 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 another. That that's another good example. I don't think Stafford is a short short game guy. He never was in Buffalo or uh, Detroit. In, in Detroit. He had three. Any, you name me anybody for the Detroit Lions from the running back standpoint that had very many catches ever. Not many. So yeah, there's. Um. Green Bay with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones had four targets, four catches. And that was a small, that was a small percentage, I thought. Aaron Jones usually gets targeted more, I thought, I think. What about, okay. Del- what about Dylan? He didn't have any. <laughs> Let's go to another Green Bay weekend. This Ow. week, Jones and Dylan combined for nine. You're still talking about double. Not quite. Almost. Almost, so. Yeah. And then let's see. Let's do another Green Bay one to kind of. Although this one might be a little out there because. Of the team they played. <laughs> uh, this week was five. Actually, that's less than I thought. This past week? Mm-mm. When they played Pittsburgh. Oh. They combined for five targets. Jones and Dylan. So it seems like the minimum is five and the max is nine. Yeah. Haven't found anything more, nothing much less. Except maybe three, but yeah. that was kind of well, yeah, yeah, you know, there's going to be exceptions to every rule yeah. every week. But I'm talking the averaging so, where we're sure. looking. It's five to nine. So, but we also took the average. But you also, I told you to look at the average of Allen, who I personally think is a long-range guy. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think there's any question Matthew Stafford is a long-range guy. Um, Rodgers isn't known to be a Alex Smith by any stretch. Of a long-range guy? I think he's a long-range guy for the most part. Okay. I'm just comparing him to the other quarterbacks that are like him. Though. Which is Which is also funny because Tannehill, I don't think... Has ever been a long-range guy, and I bet he doesn't ever throw to the goddamn running backs. Which is... Well, here's Lamar Jackson. He threw it five times to the running backs. Well... Five targets. He's an example of a guy that fucking hardly throws anyway. <laughs> well, except in this he, he would ra- He would rather run it himself than uh, throw it one yard. Except in this game. Hmm. He threw it 43 times. Well, it's, as far as your short game is, is what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if, he, if he's if he got the option of throwing to a running back or running the ball himself, he's he's probably running the ball himself. Um, Baker Mayfield. Seven times. 
Yep. Uh, what about the Saints? You got Kamara, who's that's a. And I know there was one week there where they threw it to him zero times, so don't look that game up. Four times. Which one? Two weeks ago? Week three. Yeah, that's not much at all. <laughs> that's, that is... Very, 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 very not much. <laughs> Compared to what you thought. I That's my thing, though. I think, I honestly think the Chiefs do it about as much as any other team. Your, your, your stats were showing that. I don't think they do it any less than any more. I think they do about about the average. And, that, and I get what you're saying about the short game, but I think the short game for Mahomes is... We need to not look at running backs because, well, now looking at it, nobody really throws to the running backs that much. Um, I'm wondering if we need him to start running, changing up the plays a little bit, maybe having shorter passing plays and things like that, and him settling for the shorter passing plays and stuff. But that's my point. But you're talking running backs. I'm not talking running backs. Well, what's your, I'm talking what's your, what's... receivers that are eight yards downfield. Okay. Seven yards downfield. That's your short game? Well, for Mahomes it is, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. For Aaron Rodgers it is. Yes. For Matthew Stafford it is. Yeah. But my, my, my Six short... Six yards is... My short game in my head... I, I could be totally off. Is what Kelsey does. Okay. Five to ten. That's where, about where he's at when when he actually makes a catch. And then he does, he does the rest. Yeah. It can be sometimes. Um, I don't know what his average. Yeah, 5.8. So, I would say about that, yeah. Because Kelsey's, Kelsey's not somebody that's used to catching a pass 20, 30 yards downfield. He, yeah. he does it. <laughs> there's no, no question. Oh, yeah, there's he no does. shortage of those plays. Right. right. <laughs> but that's not his typical. Yeah. Catch. catch. It's usually yeah. around 10 yards. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm thinking, too, is what maybe we need to draw up a little bit more. Maybe this falls on Andy a little bit of. Hey, Could you be, need yeah. to come up with a little bit shorter passing plays and schemes and stuff. And um, I think also for Mahomes, it's going to be you got to throw the short ball a little bit, too. And But lately, it's been, it's been hard for him because he can run and get a first down almost. Because well, everyone's yeah. dropping back. Because he's so kind far. of yeah, he's kind of falling into Lamar Jackson's deal too. Is where he would rather run the ball himself. Mm-hmm. This year, it's been really, mm-hmm. really apparent. And I think as, a lot a, of that, as opposed to just dumping it off and letting the running back yeah do the job. But I think some of the defensive backs are so far downfield and stuff that that's where that comes from. Of, I'll just run it, you know, because. Everyone's down there and stuff. And that usually does help to bring them up a little bit. It also has helped that our rushing offense has been a lot better this year, too. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like at the beginning, teams were just dropping D-backs back. But then we started running the ball and getting the running game going. And now they, 
All right, you guys got to come up a little bit. You got to keep coming up a little bit. You got to come up a little bit more, and then we can go. Well, and if memory serves me correctly, and I could be wrong on this, from the from the Bills game the other night, was Josh Allen not the leading rusher? I think so. the Bills? Yeah. So there's another example of another guy that, fuck that running back. I'll, I'll do it myself. Yeah. So I think there are some examples out there where it can work and stuff. I just think, well, I think for the Chiefs, it's been they've pressed it too hard in turnovers. I think we take all that Definitely out. Definitely pressing. If Definitely we take pressing. all that out, I don't think we're talking about Mahomes in the short game because I don't think it's an issue. The only reason it's become an issue is because we're losing and we're looking at reasons of why he's not being as efficient as he is. Right. Yeah, which would lead to the question that a lot of people are 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 asking: Why did you Why did you draft uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire then? Because he is a guy that was considered somebody that could catch in the backfield. Which and I, you're not doing it, so why did you draft him? Well, because it, it, and it's that's starting to look like he may not be as good. As that that is that is a, <laughs> kind of the apparent. Too, I, I, yeah, I went from I thought he was and I thought he was gonna be rookie of the year. To this year's, like I, I don't even think he needs to be on the team anymore. He just, <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing very good about him. No, I thought he was gonna be pretty good and maybe it'd take him a couple years, but after this year, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. So you could be right there. It could be the fact that. He just doesn't trust the guy. He's just not that good. That good. <laughs> He's just not that good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, I throw the ball out there for one yard, and, he and gets, he's going to get two. Yeah, and he get he falls down or he trips over his own shoelaces yeah. or something, or he lets the first guy that breathes on him tackle him. Like, so that oh. could very well be the point. Yeah, that well, could very I well. I threw it happen, to him yeah. five times, and he got a total of five yards on all those five uh-huh. catches. <laughs> Where he drops it twice, and he got on the three catches, he got three yards or total, you know. Like, yeah. Okay. So maybe maybe that's it. I mean, that could be it too. It's sure. Just, it's just not. He feels like in his head, it's not worth it because it's not that efficient. However, and again, this wasn't the Le'Veon Bell that we knew when he was with the Chiefs. But we had Le'Veon Bell, and that really wasn't. Well, one thing I point to, though, too, uh, is, you know, if you remember, and I wrote an article on this a while ago, um, Mahomes had a running back on his team that set a record, I believe, in the Big 12 for all-purpose yards. And a lot of it came from receiving. So, I, I hate people saying they can't do it, and he's back to his Texas Tech days. Well, Texas Tech days, it was it was a lot of throwing to the running back. Because his running back at Texas Tech had 1,700 all-purpose yards. Well... It set a Big 12 record. Rogers, that that's also a team that held their running back, probably ran for fucking 20-yard outs and... 
and no. shit. I, I don't know if we're they just about, stood there along the sideline waiting for no. We're talking for about, a dump off. We're talking about all purpose yards, not. Yeah, but you're you're you. What you're saying is is that he he was involved in the passing game. Yeah, is what you're re- referencing, yeah. and that's what I'm saying is I don't think in Texas Tech that the running backs just stood off one or two yards out waiting for a dump. I think they were just about like the wide receivers. No, they weren't. Not when mm-hmm. Kingsbury was there. Okay. I watched a lot of their games. Now, sometimes they would go out, but my deal was is that there were sometimes they would go downfield, but it was only for like three or four yards, though. And then the running back would do the rest. Well, how about it's fair to it's fair it's fair for me to say until until Patrick Mahomes shows me that he is trying to get the running game or the the running backs involved in the passing game more I, I I'm he's he's not doing it well why for do whatever we, but, reason but do we need to do that uh this year it looks like we do why people aren't as open as they used to be Okay. For whatever reason, I have no idea why. Because we don't do it any more than any other team does. And it, it's, or any it, less, I should say. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like it's it's being very effective. So either the running back game needs to improve, or I, I still think maybe Mahomes is waiting to the very, very, very last second, and it's practically too late at that point. Okay. Because he is focused, and I don't blame him on it. I would, too. My God, if I got Travis Kelsey and, and, and Hill, what? why in the fuck do I care about what that running back's doing? Yeah. Other than hopefully blocking my blind side if, uh, if my tackle can't do it. Well, that's... You know? Uh, and that has actually been a big problem, too. It has. Mahomes has been getting blitzed a lot, so the running back hasn't been able to go out. But when they do, I, until he proves that he is willing to dump it off and and let the chips fall where they may, I'm not sure he's he's equipped to do it right now. That's just where I stand. Okay. I don't know. Because <laughs> he's... It's, my, and, I and, just and, still and, struggle. And the other, and the other part I of it is... I still struggle that all of a sudden this is a problem. And the other but problem is... is I league, feel, I oh, feel wait, like, this is the problem. Because, goddamn, man. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Let's talk about that. Let's go back to time. our past podcasts and let's laugh at going, have you ever seen a wide receiver so wide open in your life? Have you ever seen a tight end so wide open in your life? Have you ever seen that... Person, whoever, so wide open in your life, and it happened in every fucking game. Yeah. Every game. Not one game. Not five games. Every game. Somebody was so wide open that it was ridiculous. Well, it happened this past game, too, so. <laughs> and it has, but it hasn't been happening with the, as much. Not at I, the same I, rate, but I, it's, it's I happened. I can't remember. I can't remember being amazed in the Browns game about how wide open a particular individual was. I can't remember in the Bills game going, whoa, he was wide open. Look at that. 
I, do, I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. Not saying it didn't happen, but I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. And we distinctly, hell, every time, every Monday we'd get together to go, did, did you see how wide open in my heart? We didn't even talk about the game. It was just like, oh my God. There was nobody in the camera other than Travis Kelsey on this particular play. And that has not been... That has not been what we've been talking about this year. No, it's only happened a few times. I can only... I can only honestly think of twice. And I'll I'll be honest, but I can't remember any. Washington game. Rob... Robinson. Robinson. Okay, yeah. That was... Pretty... That, he was pretty wide open. <laughs> there was a guy in the camera. True that. But he was not going to... Do anything. He was not going to do anything because that 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 ball was going to be a touchdown. That's true. Yeah. So, to me, that's open, especially on Robinson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially and, given and, the wide receiver. And I, and I think, to the NFL's credit... A lot of teams are catching up to them now. Oh yeah, sure. And they're understanding and they're understanding the offense, the offense, and what it takes to to cover all the players that need to be covered. Yeah, I do think there is a lot of that this year. There's going to be a lot of adjusting. That and why would you bring in um, who is the wide receiver they brought in? I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. Chiefs. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Why did you bring in Josh Gordon when it's pretty obvious that you you feel like defense is your issue, but you brought in Josh Gordon? I believe it's because they're looking at this going, God, we need a third wide receiver so we can get somebody else open. Yeah. Because now we're looking at this as basically this is a two-guy two offense because nobody's scared of Pringle. Nobody's scared of Robinson. You can do whatever you want to with those two guys and, and double team Hill and, and Kelsey now. No, or or, or play or play far back enough and and you got the problem solved. Yeah. And that's the way it's been shown so far. So you bring in Gordon as a third true weapon. I would, where you're like, Oh, I'm scared of that guy. Yeah. Which hasn't hasn't worked out, but I think that was the idea anyway. Sure, probably, because I do think there is something to that. That, well, I think we have a third option, but I think it's after that, it's not very good. Hardman. Yeah, that yeah, Hardman is your third option. Yeah. So who you're, and it hasn't. No, nobody seems to be terrified of him at this point. He's been fine this year. He's been fine, but what I'm saying is nobody has been like, oh my god, we've got to do something with Hardman. Oh. Well, and and let's face it, he has never been wide open, wide open this year. Actually, that I I've seen there was one time he was wide open. Okay, I don't recall it. Buffalo. Well, no, actually, I think it was this last game. Well, I don't remember. I didn't see the. I have to watch the highlight. Would he make the fucking catch <laughs> if he was open? Huh? Did he make the catch if he was open? Yeah, because he had a 50-yard catch in this previous okay. game. Okay. But I, I didn't see the highlight, so I don't know if it was just a great catch or or uh, he beat his guy or what. And that's not something that I recall. 
of him being doing... so wide open that you laugh about it. Well, no, I mean because we because this year has been such a because we really has been a seriously man for the last two for the last anybody two, being open for the last two three years we laughed at it yeah at how insane it was and and we're just not seeing it this year no and we're not seeing it really from anybody and I don't know why that is. I, I think it's as simple as the defensive caught up and figured out how to everything mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Because Hardman had five four catches for sixty two yards. And he's actually had an okay season. I don't know what that average is. Let's see here. Let's see. Yeah. Wanna have a little bit more, but he's averaging like 50 yards a game almost. So, I want to get it up there a little more, but mm-hmm. it's not the worst. Sure. But his average catch is 8.25, longest run 24, longest catch 49. So, yeah, you want him to get up there a little more, but I think we all see he he's going to be what he's going to be. Oh, yeah. But I don't think bringing in Josh Gordon should be that much of a shock, though, because I think, well, thank God we did now because Jody Fortson's hurt, so. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> we kind of do need a replacement for that because if you look around the league, you, you, you kind of need about five wide receivers, and we don't have those five wide receivers <laughs> right yeah. now. Um, excluding Kelsey. We need five wide receivers. and So, I don't know. I think we'd be hurting if we didn't have them. But, I don't know. We'll see how much they get them involved, though, too, I mean, to see if that's yeah. what they really want to do. Yeah, but it, it it's clear to me right now that the defenses have figured this out and they're able to, to contain Hill and, and Kelsey to the point where they're not just running free and wild and nobody is that scared of Pringle and Hardman and and uh, Robinson and whoever else you want to throw out there name wise yeah. uh, and so bringing in Gordon was maybe their way of going okay now we got our third fright our, our scare guy yeah. that now everybody's going to have to start focusing in on him now and it just it hasn't worked out at this point <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, let's, talk, let's talk. Let's talk about it in week thirteen, week fourteen, and see where we're at. But I'm gonna be quite honest. I don't like bringing in free agents because they hardly ever work out. Mm-hmm. Name me the last one that really did. I mean, there there's not many out there for the Chiefs specifically. I, I anybody. I don't. I, give can, a shit. I, can, I don't follow the NFL well enough to be able to give you. I couldn't even give you ten names of free agents anywhere but just for the just for the chiefs and for the sake of argument here the chiefs no hasn't worked out well i'm just talking yeah i i get what you mean you don't follow nfl enough but uh a lot of that has there's just not many free agent pickups in the middle of the season either but if you look around the league to before when other teams have done it with picking up certain wide receivers and Running back specifically, none of them have worked out. Especially defensive guys have been 
probably quite the worst, out, honestly, out of some of them. So, are you? And you're talking about mid-season or mm-hmm. early in the year kind of pickup, not yeah before the season, right? Yeah, yeah, because. No. Off-season yeah, free agents are... That's a different that's breed. different. I'm mm-hmm. talking about guys that get released, cut, yeah. whatever. I can tell you, I can tell you between, the Chiefs, between the Chiefs and the Saints. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, between all the teams, no. There hasn't been very many that have been very good. Yeah. Now, you, now there has been some guys they picked up off practice squad to come in and have worked out, but that's different... I'm talking about guys that got released by their teams and then you pick them up. Although, I don't know if Gordon got released. That's kind of different. <laughs> Animal what happened there. It's kind of like he became eligible. And then he was like, oh, I, oh yeah, I was playing for the Seahawks. No, I'm, I'm good. I don't want to play for you guys anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't want to play there ever, so... I'm going to go somewhere else, okay? <laughs> All right, you ready to wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. All right, tune in next time. Later.